hello, and welcome back to Seeking Rents, the podcast. I'm your host, Jason Garcia. I'm the publisher of Seeking Rents. That's a newsletter where we investigate the ways uh, big businesses and other special interests influence public policy in Florida. This is going to be just another quick update from day 16 of the Florida legislature of the Florida legislature's 60-day legislative session. Um, we're going to actually mix it up a bit today. Yesterday's show was um, admittedly a bit angry, especially with lawmakers yet again targeting the state's already intentionally broken unemployment system. But uh, but so today we're going to focus entirely on good bills or or at least bills that I think are interesting and aren't like obviously problematic. And and we'll we'll start off with one tiny little bill that's just one that's the kind that the the nerdy side of me just loves. Um, you know, just as a quick uh, backstory, when I first got to Tallahassee, uh, a guy who I consider a mentor of mine um, and a really good friend once told me that uh, that ninety percent of what happens in the Florida legislature is a trade show. And and what he meant by all that is that like for all the attention and headlines and just emotional energy that um, the big social battles get, you know, over, over important issues. I don't mean to minimize them, but issues like abortion and racial justice and white nationalism, uh, LGBTQ plus issues. So on uh, for all the, for all the sort of oxygen, that stuff sucks up. The vast majority of the things lawmakers are doing in during session are things that some business interest or another wants them to do. Now, um, Obviously, some of that ninety percent, that other ninety percent, is really bad. We've we've talked an awful lot about uh, some of those bills on these podcasts and and in the stories we're writing on our newsletter. But um, you know, an awful lot of them are also bills like Senate Bill seventy twenty. Um, in one respect, this could not be a simpler bill. It uh, all it does is change the definition a bit of registered mail. Um, but it's actually like a, a huge deal in just sort of like the mechanics of of government. Um, the term registered mail shows up like everywhere in Florida law. It, the, the definition is literally in the first law in Florida statute, Section 1.1. Um, anyway, I guess the, the problem here is that the current definition is a bit ambiguous, meaning it's not clear if it only means registered mail sent through the U.S. Postal Service or whether it could also include stuff from a private company like UPS or FedEx. And that's causing, um, you know, some hiccups in lawsuits where, you know, one party might send documents or required notices by FedEx and then the other party will then claim that they did not uh, they did not follow the law and then meet their duty to provide notice. Um, so Senate Bill 7020 essentially clarifies that it redefines registered mail to make it clear that, yes, you can use private delivery services like UPS or FedEx. Honestly, it sounds like a perfectly common sense change. I got no beef with it at all. Um I do sort of find it a bit funny that UPS has been making a decent number of Florida campaign contributions recently, um, but again, seems like a seems like a smart bill all around. Um, okay, let's move on to another one. This is House Bill five five seven five fifty seven. This one basically creates a framework to allow tiny homes in Florida, homes that are less than five hundred square feet and that can be moved around on a trailer. You probably watch shows on HGTV or something like that about tiny homes. So, so this is actually an issue that's been around for a few years now. Um, it, it turns out that it's really kind of complicated to build a, a tiny home in Florida, at least a portable one, because it's not really clear if you're if you're looking at statutes, what exactly they are. So they, they end up getting regulated under the laws governing trailers, of all things. Um, but that creates its own set of problems because you're not supposed to leave a trailer in place permanently the way you might with uh, your actual home. So this bill would essentially create a way to have movable tiny homes but to leave them in place somewhere for a long time, just like you would with any other permanent home. Um, 
like I say, this has been around for a few years and it, it always seems to fail in part because the mobile home and RV industries lobby against it. That is some classic protectionist lobbying right there. Um, now, I admittedly, I've never taken a deep dive into this stuff, um, but from what I can tell, this year's bill addresses the main concern that all those mobile home and RV industry lobbyists were raising last year, at least the concerns they were raising in public. Um, so as long as they've been in lobbying in good faith here and they're not just trying to keep out any any competition, um, maybe this is the year that a, that a tiny homes bill finally gets done. Okay, let's move on to House Bill 789. Um, we've uh, written recently about the Senate companion to this bill, Senate Bill 738, which um, includes a really problematic provision in it that is entirely meant to stop environmental groups from suing state agencies to make sure they enforce Florida's environmental laws. Um, the, the issue is known as fee shifting. Um, and like I said, we've written about it, so you can, you can read more about it on the newsletter if you want to get deeper into it, but it's, it's an idea that, uh, real estate developers, home builders, and agribusinesses have really been lobbying for. Well, the, the house's water quality supply and treatment subcommittee took the fee shifting stuff out of the house bill yesterday. So that, that's a really positive development. Um, you actually ended up seeing a bunch of big business and environmental groups all lined up on the same side of the bill, which uh, does not happen very often. Now, uh, we're only in week three. It, it is always possible that an amendment like this that that takes out a particularly problematic provision in a bill is just like a strategic move to get around a com uh, a, an opposed committee chair or you know, maybe there's someone on the someone on the committee that you're trying to save from having to to cast a tough vote. Um, and so there's always the risk the language will just show up further down the road as an amendment, you know, maybe on the on the House floor or something like that. But, you know, taking it out is a good development. Um, it's just obviously something to keep an eye on as session progresses. OK, and the last one we'll do today is House Bill 1187. Um, this bill, which is bipartisan and is also moving through the Senate, would create um, an appointed body called the Carbon Sequestration Task Force, which would essentially be tasked with with producing a report about how to promote programs in Florida that capture carbon, the, the greenhouse gas that contributes to climate change, and keep it out of the atmosphere, capture and store carbon, essentially. Um, this could end up going in a bunch of different directions, but one thing already seems pretty clear is that Florida is headed down a path of creating some sort of new subsidy schemes for the agriculture industry on the on the grounds that that things like, you know, timber farms pull carbon out of the air or that, you know, shellfish colonies keep carbon in their shells, um, which, you know, fine, I suppose. Uh, if the science really shows that that some farming industries really do make a meaningful difference in reducing carbon emissions, then by all means, let's throw some money at them. You know, I, I would much rather do that than keep giving taxpayer money to Universal Studios because it claims to be in a high crime area, which is literally something that Florida lawmakers continue to allow. They're aware of it and they turn a blind eye to it every single year. Um, now, obviously, uh, this carbon sequestration task force bill is pretty small in the context of global climate change. Um, and it seems pretty clearly to be an industry industry friendly, at least right now, seeing as how it, it seems at least to anticipate going down a subsidy direction of some kind. Uh, but even to that, it was uh, it was quite funny to watch uh, to see how suspicious a few Republican legislators on the committee were of this bill. Um, you could sort of you literally see them get squinty eyed and nervous that someone was trying to slip something woke by them. Um, but, you know, hey, to their credit, they all got on board and the bill passed unanimously. 
like I said, it is a positive update today. Okay, we're going to leave it off there. Um, as always, end with the plug. If you haven't already, please consider signing up for the newsletter. Easiest way to find us is at seekingrentsfl.com. Subscriptions are free. None of our stories are behind a paywall, but um, there is an option to pay for a subscription voluntarily if you can't afford it. Um, okay, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll uh, see you again very soon. Thank you.